Hello, and welcome to The Great Beyond, an Is This Good Companion pod where we follow up on last week's episode, answer listener questions, and catch up with each other. The person I'm catching up with is, of course, Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JB. Thanks for coming today. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Every time I click that link you send me to this stream recorder, I wonder if you're going to be there on the other <laughs> end. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be? Uh, I don't know. I just, maybe something else to do. Another podcast mm. to record. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe you're out strolling around the block, chasing uh, after lost sheep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, shooing them off my front lawn, literally, yeah. Uh, I did see you shared a picture this week of the sheep that live next to you. I don't yes. Do you remember why we started talking about the sheep on the show? Because there was, they had a dog that... Uh, a coyote was trying to kill these sheep that somehow live next to you in an urban area. <laughs> right. I mean, I was at your house when, what was it, like a month ago? Oh, no, it was a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, yeah. And I kind of was expecting, because you, you had told me about the sheep, and I was like, well, maybe when I go, it'll kind of feel <laughs> sheepish? <laughs> Farm-like? <laughs> uh, but it didn't. It was just like a bunch of sedans and... <laughs> yeah regular size lawns and houses that look like houses that would be anywhere. And yep. yet there are a herd of sheep living next to you. They had a dog that successfully attacked like 12 coyotes that were trying mm -hmm. to kill the sheep. Uh, anyways, the sheep got loose. Do you have, right. <laughs> do you have any intel on this? <laughs> I have no intel. I have not spoken to the shepherd. That's what we call him. That's what he's affectionately known as uh -huh. in the neighborhood. Also literally what he is. It lit quite literally but he was asleep on the job i guess because the, he was not shepherding any sheep that morning okay maybe and i have an idea how about you call him little bo sleep <laughs> <laughs> is that what bo peep does does what happens to bo peep she's is it i don't little it's bo a great peep question little bo sheep. peep she lost her, her sheep. sheep yes every time i say it i want to go little bo peep lost her sheep to fetch a pail of water <laughs> Jack fell down and broke. I'm like, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's not right, but I don't know what. J dare I look up? Okay, I'm gonna look up Little Bo Peep. Oh God! You know what? <laughs> I just googled Little Bo Peep lyrics as if it's like a Dua Lipa song or something. <laughs> uh, okay, hopefully this is not too long of a nursery rhyme. Mm. Oh God, we got five stanzas here. Oh my God! Just what's the first one? She's lost her sheep and doesn't know where to find them. Little Bo Peep has lost her sheep and can't tell where to find them. Leave them alone and they'll come home, wagging their tails behind them. Okay, well, I, that's, I think that's the strategy that the shepherd took because <laughs> <laughs> he was nowhere to be found. And I assume that the sheep ended up back home where they belonged. So. Yeah, but I'm sorry, I wasn't listening to what you're saying. I'm just scanning this and <laughs> shit goes wrong with these sheep. Okay. They lose their tails. Oh, Yes. How though? I don't. So they so they come back, but their tails are mysteriously gone. Yeah, that's creepy. Weird. What hmm. was that trying to teach us, Mother Goose? There's Mother Goose a... is a groomer. There, I said it. Wow. Yep. Okay. That's those are the new talking points coming out I'm of the GOP. You. Mother Goose <laughs> is a groomer. Little Bo Peep. I don't know what she's doing to those sheep. But they're losing their tails, <laughs> and I don't know. They're coming home. They're coming home mangled. Coming home mutilated. All right, so the sheep got mangled. lost, and you didn't 
give a shit to go out and try to help, and then the sheep what was I supposed to do? Home. Like they were, I like, you know, they were they were literally on the front lawn, and I I I went out there to just to look at them, and they took <laughs> off across the street, and I'm like just to gaze upon them. Well, I was just you don't see that every day. No, you don't. But it was just like. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know what to do. Like, should, should I try to corral them? I wouldn't even know how to begin to do that. Like, well, what would you do if someone's dog got out of their fence and was like running around the street? Literally nothing. Okay. There's oh. nothing I could do. I mean, <laughs> it's one of my pet peeves when people, uh, you know, I've been behind people who have stopped their car and they've gotten out of their car to go and help a dog like who's just running around the street. And I'm like, get out of the way. Get in your car. It's not your dog. It might not even be lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, but I understand the impulse to try to help a poor lost dog. Though, I don't know a lot about dogs, as, as we're about to find out a bit into the show. But every sign I've seen for a lost dog says, if you see Jasper, do not approach. Okay. Because right. you will scare him off. Exactly. No, they're, they're, the signs are never like, if you see him, go right up to him. I mean, obviously, this dog's got got a, a a mind of their own if they escaped and are roaming the streets. Right. It, let's assume that the dog just left. He got out of the gate and he's on an adventure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Homeward bound. No, Ho- not the reverse. Not not homeward bound. Not homeward bound. He, he's just left home, but eventually he's gonna find his way back home. Like the best thing you can do. Oh is just yes, right. Leave That's why alone. there's never any lost dogs because they all <laughs> find their way. What is it? Do I look like your child and you just like lost your our dog and you're trying to explain to me how it's going to come back? <laughs> I'm just saying, like I I wouldn't even. Where do? You, okay, what if the dog lived two doors down and then this woman takes this dog, this perfectly healthy looking dog, mm-hmm. puts it in the back of her car, drives mm-hmm. it. To Roswell or somewhere, like, mm-hmm. 20 minutes away. And then the dog's in the system. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in juvie? In juvie. <laughs> and the, the owner never got around to getting a microchip. Or they got the microchip and they moved. And they can't track down the owner. And it was literally two doors away. I say take the risk. Take the risk. And then you'll, you'll go online. You'll go to the shelter and say, is anyone missing this dog? And you will reunite the dog with its owner. Better than that dog doesn't get run over in the street. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay, fine. It, yes. I don't want to see any dog get run over in the street. But I think you can make a situation worse. Also, this woman in this specific case had a child with her. Uh-huh. So you're just going to corral a dog that you don't know and put it in your car with your child. What are you saying? The dog's going to attack the child? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. You don't know. <sighs> You're cold heart. Okay, let, what if you saw a child wandering around on the street? Like, <laughs> how deep do we have to go for you to get out of your goddamn car? Okay. A child is different. A child... Could be living two doors down. But also doesn't have the senses to smell their way back to their home. <laughs> that's true. Kids are idiots. Though, if the, kid, <laughs> if the kid did get the COVID vaccine, then they do have a microchip in them. <laughs> That's so, so it'll true. be a bit easier to scan. Win win. Um, did anything good or not good happen to you this week, JD? Well, something happened this morning, and it's it's good, but also not good because I found out that there is a, a high school reunion happening at my high school. Oh, are you going to go? Wait, wait. What well, year is this? Well, that's the thing. I it was sort of like they were they were billing it as 
as an alumni night, right? Mm -hmm. So basically anybody who went to the school could go during this evening. So I was like, I'm not that interested because you're going to have people from 1960 going. And none of my cohort really expressed any interest in going as far as I could tell. But then there was a group message going, hey, by the way, this thing is happening next week. So, And a couple of my friends were like, well, I think I'm going to go. Well, have you been to any reunions? uh, We went to, yes, about 10 years ago, actually. Uh, And it was nice. It was good. And and it was was, 20? Five years? How fucking dare you? It was more like, I guess it was. It was. I had my 20-year high school reunion, JD. So how have you not had yours? I graduated in 90, I want to say. Star Wars had just come out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the prequels were still nine years away. That's fucking crazy. Anyways, yeah, so it must have been 20 years, I guess. Uh, And it was lovely, and it was sort of like an unofficial... It was not at the school. Anyways, so this reunion is happening, and I'm probably not going to go because I can't get a flight... No, 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 don't go to this one. This one sounds like, honestly, it sucks. You're, you're worried yeah. that people from 1960 are going to be there? I'll tell you what's going to be worse. People from 2000... People from 2020 are going to be there. Yeah. 2020, that's, J.D., that's from that's the future. <laughs> that's, that's like... Oh, my God. That's 30 years after I left. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Time, man. Did anyone at your 20 or 25 year reunion, whatever it is, um, look like shit? Um, yeah, me. <laughs> I looked awful. <laughs> you mean, so really, like, when you compared yourself to everyone else that showed, you were like, oh, I'm the one that. It's like uh, how they say if you're sitting around a <laughs> poker table and you can't find the sucker, then you're the <laughs> then sucker. You're the sucker? Yeah, exactly right. Like, I mean, I went. I went to school. Ninety percent, literally ninety percent of my the the my classmates were uh, Asia, of Asian descent, so mm-hmm. like ch- mostly Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, um, Chinese people are blessed with the uh, non aging gene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also, a large portion of them were black. They have the same blessing. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. me, fat, balding. <laughs> I had, uh, you know, I had a beard, and they were so lovely too. They're like, "Oh my god, don't you age?" To me, I'm like, <laughs> "You're like, uh, I have, I have a beard that's three feet long, and it's fucking white as snow." <laughs> I'm literally twice the size as I was when you last saw me. <laughs> I just go there. My like, god, don't don't you ever age? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, exactly. I'm bald. I got a white-ass beard. 50 pounds heavier than I used to be. Exactly. I walk with a hunch. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. It was fun. It was a fun time. Uh, so I was th- this afternoon I was like looking at the how many points is it going to be for me to get to this thing. Mm-hmm. No, no, don't go. Save it for the like a, an actual number, like 30, yeah. 40, yeah. 50, dare I say. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah. Let's, I mean, let's not let's not yeah. think about this. Yeah, it's it's not. Did you go to the actual Degrassi school? Am I making that up? No, no, no. Okay. The Degrassi school was Earl Hag, I think. Like the original 
original, but no. You was, lived near there or something? I, yeah, I lived very close to uh, to Degrassi Street. To Degrassi like, Street. The literal Degrassi Street. Uh-huh. In fact, I don't know if I've told this before on No Dunks, but when I was in Australian, uh, when I was in Australia, I lived in Australia for a time, people were like, sometimes I get, are you Irish? And sometimes I get, are you? You are Irish. I am, but they were talking about my accent. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, sometimes I get American, occasionally Canadian. But one time, one girl said to me, "You know who? You, you know what you sound like? You sound like you're from the kids of Degrassi Street." I'm like, "Yeah, nailed it." You are. You are a hundred percent right. Like you couldn't be cl- closer. Like that's exactly where I'm from. Yo, she was so. doing GeoGuessr, and she got it within one <laughs> kilometer. She did. <laughs> Um, so my thing also much like your thing is good and not good because Jill was out of town this week and I had sole custody of her two cats and dog oh my god how are you alive okay so just some quick things you need to know I'm very allergic to both dogs and cats Um, she has her own apartment they live there with her I've never had a pet growing up I've never cared for a pet uh, yeah. Not emotional. I just mean like no one's ever asked me to care for their pet because no, they know I don't care for I them. Don't, don't care for them. <laughs> These cute things that mean the world for you. Not interested. Uh, and uh, but anyway, so I had to go over to the house. I had to walk the dog. I had to to clean the kitty litter, feed Ew. the cats, feed the dog, take him to get it to his haircut. Fucking, I need a haircut. I need a haircut more than this dog. Don't worry, I'm getting one on Friday. Um, and it went well. Okay. And the cats, easy. Like, these are dogish cats in that, like, when I sit down on the couch, they'll come right over to me and beg for pets. And if I stop petting them, the cat takes their little paws and goes like, ah, starts tapping me. Like, like almost as if they're pulling my arm back to yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was super cute. And the dog, though, he got an, in my head. <laughs> He's... I guess I'm just projecting a lot onto him. Like, you know, I have visions in my head because I never had a dog of like, you see like pictures of dogs, like both photographic pictures. And I'm thinking like a Norman Rockwell slice of American life kind of thing where it's like, I'm reading the paper. Right. In my rocking chair. Yeah. And the dog, if it's a small dog, is curled up on my lap. Mm-hmm. And if it's a big dog, it's lying on the floor. Maybe its head is on my feet. You know, okay. but, but the dog is like chill. It's relaxing. You know what I yes. mean? It's just yeah, like, yeah. It's, the dog's just happy to be around you, they say. Yeah. Not yeah. this dog. <laughs> this dog, I look into its eyes and I see that it's unhappy. It's, it's anxious it doesn't know what it wants and i don't know how to give it to it yeah so it's like basically the dog has never sat down once i never saw this dog sit down i never saw the dog lie down the dog just stands there on all, all four paws as if it's like getting ready to dig the claws in and be like don't don't take me anywhere and it just follows me around but not in a happy like way it just stares at me. Right. And I'm like, what do you want? I gave you, you a treat. I gave you food. You've met this dog before, though. Yeah. But okay, But even when Jill's here, I remember once we took the dog on a, on a short little hike by the ocean, and then we took it to like a little seaside clam shack, Can and I? all the other dogs were under the picnic tables of their owners, just right. lying down, you know, 
trying to eat an errant fry that had fell or the people that own the dog would like toss an, you know, an onion ring or something under the table. Dog would be fucking happy as shit. Right. This dog is just standing, walking two paces to the left, two paces to the right, two paces. To... And I'm like, you're, I feel like we need to go home. You're not having fun. You don't want to be here. Right. <laughs> and right. anyways, it makes me unhappy because it, it preys upon my anxiety. I guess I'm saying like, I am the dog. The dog is me. Right. Yeah. So is this just like, am I not understanding something about dog ownership or like, will I get over this? Or is this dog just a dog that's like, looks deep into my soul and tries to tell me that it's not all Tritos and biscuits, like that (laughs) (laughs) there is some sort of inherent sadness in his life that he's trying to get across to me. Yeah. This, this dog suffers from anxiety for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. And male, female? A male. He's a, he's a boy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy, but he's just not the dog for you. I have, I'm a, the same way. I mean, I, I think what, uh, pre-tape t- call-in show, uh, <laughs> were we talking dogs with Norm? Yeah. We're... <laughs> <laughs> this is a great joke that only we enjoy. <laughs> Yes, we uh, next week's episode coming on a Monday. We uh, had Norm Suze on the show. He's a very funny comedian, a TV host. Uh, he's a director for uh, the NFL on Fox right now. And mm-hmm. we did talk about a woman who wrote in saying, "Is it weird to talk to your dog in full sentences in right. front of other people?" Right. Yeah. So look forward to that. But I mentioned <laughs> on the show how I have two dogs, one of which I am head over heels in love with, Hazel. She's my girl. And then I have another dog, Cosmo, who I kind of can't stand Mm -hmm. for similar reasons that you're describing. He's a bit of a sniveller. He'll Mm -hmm. he'll just sort of, yeah, super needy. Doesn't, but still doesn't like to be touched. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. There's nothing, nothing is going to satisfy this dog. He just sort of looks at you with this sort of desperate want and need. And like, do you want to go out? Do you want a treat? Do you want to be fed like well what what do you, what do you need and then he occasionally he'll sort of climb up onto the couch and as it's as if he's trying to climb inside of you and then he'll give up and he'll walk away hazel she'll she'll she, she's my lap dog she's a boxer she's she's full-grown boxer now and she'll just chill on my lap she's so chill and cool and <laughs> and she's just the best dog ever but yeah sometimes dogs yeah, sometimes your personality doesn't doesn't vibe with the dog, and that's fine. It's not you. It's a dog. The dog's a bit of an asshole. He's not that's an it. asshole, JD. But you know, when it's like when you when you pet another dog, and then they kind of start to melt a bit, and then they go yeah. lower, and then they get on the ground, and then they flip over, and then you're, I've I pet I spent so much time petting this dog over the last four days, and he just sort of stands there like stiffly, like I'm doing it wrong. I'm like, I know how to tickle a dog. Yeah, yeah. Look at these cats. I'm rubbing these cats' bellies. Cats are supposed to be running away from me. <laughs> Cosmo will do this thing where he sort of, it's like he he's they're little licks, but they're like, while you're touching them, you know? like Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't really care for this, but I will put up with it because you might enjoy it. But I'm not <laughs> yes, enjoying it. Right, yeah. I'm like neither of us are so enjoying. I'm not doing this. this for myself. Okay, <laughs> so here's a hot take that I've come out of this with. Okay, babies are easier than dogs. Is this insane? And I mean this in the sense that, like, a baby, at least at the start, 
immobile, right? Can't run away from you. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of know what a baby wants in general. Like, you can, you know, I mean, you know, it wants to shit or, or its diaper is wet, uh-huh. wants to eat, or yeah. wants to sleep. Right. And then as the baby gets older, like, you can communicate with the baby. The baby can express things even through pre-language, through body language. I mean, I guess this dog could be expressing things through body language, but I don't understand this dog's <laughs> body language. I need, I need Bill Simmons, the body language doctor, to come over and look at this dog. I don't know if he reads dog's body languages. <laughs> yeah, but, no kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's an insane take. It's an insane take. Okay. Well, obviously. Okay, I need it to be. Babies are harder, be. but your point is taken in that uh, the baby, babies learn. They learn to talk, and they learn to tell you what's wrong. Right. When they're a little babies. Yeah, this dog is 12 years hard. old, by the way. He should know how to tell me what's wrong right now. <laughs> Um, all right. So while we're talking about kids, a couple questions related to children came up in the Discord this week. Zero uh, Five Cabbage asked, uh, "Are leashes for kids good? Are they still a thing?" Hmm. And Hootski replied and said, "Can confirm, yes." And as someone who said, "I can't believe people do that," and I would never, blah blah blah. It was absolutely required for this third kid of ours when we went to Disney World. The kid is nuts. So he had a backpack that he loves to wear that just so happens to have an attachment on it. Uh, so leashes on kids. Did you ever put a leash on Lincoln or Jackson? Never, never. And, uh, you know, I try not to be too judgmental, especially Hootski, you know, he is a beloved fan of ours um, on on all of our platforms, I think. So I'm not, I don't want to say anything disparaging. I will defend the fact that He's A, at Disney World, and B, it's his third child, so there's a lot happening, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I do judge people mercilessly when I see a, a, a leash on a on a kid because it's, it's it demeaning. You, you can't you can't handle this kid. That's that's what I'm – yes. I mean, and I guess Hootsky is saying that he couldn't handle the kid, so he put, a, put the kid on a leash. And I mean, again – just this let it out, very, JD. Let it out. This is very easy for me to say, which is basically, if I had a kid like that, there's no fucking way I'm going to Disney World. Like, I'm just not going to Disney World mm. with that child. That kid, that kid's going to be running around the street. You better hope that lady pulls over. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's going to be like, hold on a second. Starts following the leash like that. <laughs> it's the this, leash is a, leash. this leash is attached to this tree. <laughs> um. I mean, so, that, uh, like that's I, I find that parents are, are like as if that's not an option. You know what I mean? It's just like let let's talk about this. Uh, should we go? Should we be going to Disney World because little Ethan over here, we can barely he's he's up the chimney right now. Like, wh- how are we going to handle him in Disney World? Like, it's going to be way too stressful. So maybe. Let's not go to Disney World, or let's leave Ethan with with Goofy? Grandma and Grandpa. Or oh, something. Grandpa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he doesn't have to go. He's like, he's, if yeah, he's, he's young enough to be yeah, on a exactly. leash, he's, he's who probably cares, too young right? to. He's not going to remember it anyway. Exactly. Okay, but this led to a discussion of uh, having kids young enough when you can still chase them around. Mm. Um, so my question to you, asking for a friend. <laughs> What would you say is the ideal age to have kids slash what would you say is 
an age that is too old to have kids. Oh. Um, As a 41-year-old with no kids, I am asking you. My brother had his first child at age 45. 45, I think. Damn, okay. So, and he's great. And, um, you know, and it's fine. My brother is an energetic 51 mm-hmm. now. So uh, Harrison just turned six. So he also did have a heart attack a couple of years ago. <laughs> Excuse me? Did I know that? You didn't know that? Yeah. Ryan had a heart attack. You've never heard this story? It's fucking I, crazy, actually. I'm not sure if I've heard this story, but please go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he doesn't mind me sharing it, but... Uh, does he uh, listen he, to this? Uh, probably, he might. I don't okay. know. Hi, Ryan. Um, Glad you're better. <laughs> <laughs> he was at Orange Theory um, working out. Trying to get As, those points up, those orange yeah, points. The orange, get, getting those orange points up, and you know, uh, at Orange Theory, you have to wear a heart monitor. Like, yeah, and everybody's uh, heart rate is on the screen. And you're sort, it's sort of competitive that mm-hmm. way, and you want to be in the orange zone for as long as possible because mm-hmm. it 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 kick starts your metabolism, whatever the the Orange Theory is. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he was on the the treadmill and he was going pretty hard and he got off the treadmill and was like, "Oh, I don't I don't feel very well." And he collapsed and he coded right then and there and you can see there's a screenshot of his heart monitor like on the screen and it just goes to nothing. It goes to zero. Wow, and, I, uh, and I can't believe he lost that day at Orange Theory. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet I the moment before he lost, he went right. If he went from the orange zone to the code red zone, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, your heart rate's the highest we've ever <laughs> yeah. seen anyone. This is amazing. Congratulations, uh, sir. And he he was working out with his wife, who's an oncologist. Oh yeah, so right. She right, was right. there, and there was uh, two nurses and a cop also working out, um, and they had a defib machine right there Mm -hmm. Uh, so did his wife defib him i don't think she did but i think either the cop or one of the nurses did um so brought him back and he uh, he had you know surgery and stuff so yeah crazy that's fucking crazy and what was it a blocked artery like yeah blocked artery he ended up having a bypass and got a stent and he's uh, he's fine now um, but really, really, really scary shit. So maybe he was too old to have a young <laughs> child running around. <laughs> so you're saying it's not – you're saying if I'm feeling too old to have a kid, go to Orange Theory. <laughs> Get on the treadmill. If you make it through the hour class without a heart attack, exactly. you're probably okay to have a kid. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, uh, having a kid, uh, you know, it's easier when you're a guy uh, – Obviously, yeah, you know, but you or, don't want to be old, Dad. No, I felt like if Rachel was to get pregnant now, it, it would be I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I don't want to be mistaken for the grandfather. You know what I'm saying? Right. But do you do you have the situation where you your kids are are older? They're in high school and, and almost graduating high school, where you hang out with their parents and their parents of their friends are super young. Uh, I yes, there's a couple of cases. Yes, for sure. But uh, generally, uh, we gradu- graduate or gravitate towards people who are our own age, kind of right. thing. 
Um, Rachel's seven years younger than me, so... That's true, and you hang out with those no-dunks knuckleheads all day, and they're, mm, that's they're true. Sp- <laughs> in their spry <laughs> early 40s, so... But, it's, but some of the... Like, one of my friends is, like, him and his wife, one of the kids is just... Le- she's in college now, and the other one is Lincoln's age, so he'll be going... He's a senior next year. And it's the empty nest anxiety is starting to set in. And I'm like, fuck, that's coming for us, too, because mm. it's uh, it's scary. But you know what? I'm still relatively young, and, you know, I'll be a cool, hip grandfather some someday. Hopefully not anytime soon, but... Have you had a, a midlife crisis? <laughs> uh or are you going to wait till the kids move out and and do it then? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I you don't had, know. I had podcast sporty, for a living. Yeah, you had that sporty <laughs> Mini Cooper for a while. That's not like that's a midlife crisis. Mid-life I leased a car. <laughs> I leased a Mini Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no midlife crisis yet. But okay, okay. Uh, it's well, I think once once the kids leave. Then, I mean, you could start turning their bedrooms into, I don't know, you're going to pick up some weird hobbies. I would like to get a motorcycle. Yeah, you've always, we've talked about this. You can't. uh, I know, but. Not allowed. Not allowed. (laughs) All right, let's do some quick housekeeping here. We have merch. Go to isthisgoodpod.com to buy that merch. JD, you're wearing it. It looks so good on you. Thank you. Have you worn it outside your house? And tell me about all the compliments you've received. (laughs) Well, I don't really leave the house. The last time I left the house was just to the front lawn to to shoo away the sheep. Right, but, uh, right, right. The last yeah. time I left the house was to get in my car and run over those sheep. <laughs> uh, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash is this good. Good news, JD. Our next live stream, it's on the calendar. Sweet. It's May 25th at 8.30 p.m. That's a Thursday. So sign up on Patreon. You got to be in the great or goat tier, and then you can... Come on, live with us, ask questions, hang out. It was super fun last time. That was uh, great so last looking... time. There's a lot of people chiming in. Everybody oh, yeah. had their camera on, and uh, yeah, it was just a fun hang. Yeah, so we're going to do that again uh, end of May, again, May 25th. Send us emails at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. I could always use more topics. I could always use them because you know what? It's easier than me having to think of them yeah right (laughs) um (laughs) so send those in is this good pod at gmail.com subscribe to is this good on youtube and leave a review on apple podcasts where jd i just before the show i looked up on apple podcasts there were a couple new reviews which is nice but uh i have some bad news Uh uh-oh our rating has slipped below five stars (sighs) wow 4.9 interesting unacceptable like, honestly, unaccepted, there's, like, over 400 reviews. So, like, there's certainly, I think there's, like, one one-star review. Fine. The rest okay. of them are fives. But then I noticed there's, like, one four-star review and one three-star review. I don't even understand. Like, if you listen to it for some reason, you're like, F- I fucking hate this. Yeah. And you, I mean, what I would simply do is just not listen again. Uh, okay. But, sure, if you're the dick that needs to feel you, your voice needs to be heard and you want to leave a one-star review fine i guess no that's fine that's not but fine I feel like, Stop well, to, don't give people well, hold permission on. what what did the three-star review i feel like there's going to be constructive criticism no no, no but they, they no no these are just like the ratings not the reviews uh so it's just like you know you can just click the number of stars right, by the right, way right. 
pre-taped Colin show, we will be talking <laughs> I was about just gonna say. <laughs> uh, the five-star review system in general on Monday's podcast. Um, but anyways, it's not acceptable. So go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a written review, which would be great. Yes. But if you don't want to do that, just leave, click five stars. Bring right, yeah. Bring that thing up. Bring that thing but I back. Say, I say if you don't want to leave us five stars, f- fine, but tell us why. Tell us how we can improve. No, I don't want to read it. I don't want to read it. Why not? You don't like getting notes? I would say there's no note that you could give me that I wouldn't be like, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm trying. I'm trying, Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. But of course, we are still five stars on Spotify, so. Oh, perfect. Yeah. In your fucking face, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. People in Sweden love us. Um, I wanted to bring this up now because now I'm talking about our phones. Did you see uh, Joel McMillan, co-host of the No Bunts podcast, another one of your favorites? I know him, yes. That you're on. Uh, I saw him uh, post a meme on Instagram that said, how do you put your phone in your pocket, Mm. in your jean pocket? So just close your eyes and visualize this. Screen facing your leg, right side up. You understand what I mean? Like right side up. It's like this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to pull this up because I want to look at it. Okay. Keep talking. Uh, then screen facing leg upside down. Okay. So upside down is like with the speakers facing up. Yes. Screen facing outwards, right side up, and screen facing outwards, upside down. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so which are you? Because originally I thought, well, everyone is a screen forward, right side up. Screen forward, so in other words, the speaker is deep, as deep into the pocket as possible. Oh, really? I would say that I'm screened down. I'm the top right, the top left, sorry. So camera down because... But stop introducing new terminology. Just say, is the screen facing your leg or facing outward? The screen is facing my leg. Okay. And it's upside down. Because that's how I would answer the phone. Right. Okay, that's really smart because I tried them all and I realized that you're 100% right. Yeah. You could just pull it out and that's naturally how you would yeah. answer the phone. Or even look at it and it's there. Yeah, but I'm not going to start doing it. But why – so you go – Because it just seems anatomically correct that the phone looks like this and then you put it in the way that it looks. Right. Yeah, no, I – I guess I kind of get that. But then you're grabbing the I know, camera. I know. It's hard. Look, but it's not like – I'm not a person that's like reassembling a, a, you know, a gun with a blindfolded. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going for speed on this. I'm not in a situation where I need to quick draw. So right. – but I don't know. Maybe I'll try it, but I think it's gone on too long. I'm not going back, JD. So you I'm take sorry. the time to – To flip it. I think most people will be – a screen facing outwards, right side up. Maybe we need right. to do a poll. Yeah, I think we should. On the Discord, Dan Dan the Pie Man left this comment. <laughs> listening to the Great Beyond, he means last week's Great Beyond. Listening okay. to the Great Beyond, not going to lie, I thought Stakes was a fake app at first. Ha ha. Thought Matteo photoshopped a logo and everything. Wow. Well, great you're wrong, Dan. Stakes is real. <laughs> what is Stakes? It's a sports prediction game where you compete against a community of thousands of other fans to prove you're the smartest. It's free to play, 
And the more accurate your predictions, the more you win. So, J.D., last week we did live on air, asked you four questions about the Nuggets Sun series. Guess how many we got right? Well, at least one. Yes, but guess how many <laughs> total we got right? I'm just trying to remember what the questions were. I'm going to say we got three out of four right. We got three out of four right. Is that amazing? Hey! 75%. That's like, pretty we good. Were, you know? No, I don't know. What? what? <laughs> well, I was going to say if we were gambling, but this app is not a gambling app. Oh, right. You yeah, see, that's yeah. why I hesitated. Right, right. That's what's. That's the beautiful thing about this app. You don't need to put your money online. You don't need to lose money doing something fun. Hey, man, I just got a a big hit of serotonin or dopamine or whatever it is. Just knowing I got three out of the four right. Honestly, me too. People say we don't know anything about the NBA. We got three out of four questions right. So let's let me hit you with four new questions. These are for okay. the Heat Celtics game, Friday night, tomorrow night. All right, pick the winner: Heat or Celtics. Game two. Of course, we know the Heat won in an upset mm-hmm. in Game One. Yes. I, I mean, I have They're... a pretty strong preference here. Go ahead. Celtics. Yeah. Same. They're at home. They're not losing two at home. No. If they do, they they got they got a real problem. Yeah. Uh, who scores more, Bam Adebayo or Jalen Brown? In Game One, Bam had twenty points. Jalen Brown had twenty-two points. I want to say Bam. Okay, counterpoint. We're saying the Celtics are going to win. Right. If they're going to win, that means probably Tatum and Brown are having a big game. Yes. But, okay, I'll say, I'll say Bam. Okay, I'll say Bam. It's just between the two players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, how, many, uh, how many teams will score at least 110 points in this game? So... It's one or two. Yeah. Is that the answer? <laughs> okay. Or, or none. What was the score of the last game? I feel like it was... 123-116. And it's over 110? Yeah. So you would... I mean, obviously, based on game one... It would be two. It would be two. But I think I think things are going to tighten up in game two. You do? Okay. Yeah. Let's say... Let's say... Wait, is zero an answer? Zero is an option, yeah. You want to go zero? 110 points. Let's say only one. Okay. Okay. And then finally, during game one in regular season head-to-heads between these two teams, a lead never got to 15-plus points. Will a team lead by 15-plus points in game two? 100% or no way? I say no way. Okay. Beauty. All right. Well, we'll let you know next time how many we got right. Did right. we go four for four? Uh, but if you want to see if you beat us or you want to play if you're in the U.S. or Canada, go to or and you have an iOS phone, go to playwithstakes.com slash is this good to download stakes and start your journey to becoming a sports god. Again, playwithstakes.com slash is this good to play on this super fun app. Uh, JD, it's time for the comment of the week. This right. comment comes from YouTube from the user Alfred Hitchcock in a Fez, <laughs> who says Workshopping the name of your bit mid show, is this good? So this is uh, referring to, if you listen to this week's episode with CJ Toledano, which was a great episode. CJ is super nice guy, super fun guy. Um, we talked about having a work wife, disciplining someone else's kids. Is it wrong to take someone's seats, even if those seats were unassigned seats? Uh, and we did a new segment, which I called Sit Bench Start. 
I pitched it as something like fuck, marry, kill. I'll give you three options. You tell me which you, which you would sit, which you would bench, which you would start. And CJ, being a consummate professional, ignored my directives <laughs> and just immediately started saying, well, I would start this. I would yeah. bench that and I would cut this. And as he was saying, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Sitting and benching are basically the same thing. Yeah. So this is not like fuck, marry, kill at all. And I'm saying the wrong thing. <laughs> and we really, I really had to work through it on the fly. Um, anyways, in the end, we got to it. Start bench cut. Yeah. It started to make sense. It was very embarrassing. I don't know if you've ever been so completely wrong <laughs> on <laughs> on the air before. Uh, uh, oh, it's happened for sure. But yeah. this was a, this definitely a first, especially considering the name came first, right? Like... Did it? Well, it is a common thing. Like, as I said, it was like, because CJ's super into sports. He yeah. works at a production company that makes sports comedy content. Mm-hmm. And I figured, like, yeah, this would be kind of fun to do, like, a fuck, marry, kill style thing. But I don't want to say fuck, marry, kill. Right. And at least if I say sit, bench, start, that's related to sports. You're basically saying, like, well, this is the best thing. This thing is good. And this thing I could do without. Right. So it still fits within the parameters of the show. He's into sports. I'll call it that. Uh, but I totally fucked it up. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. Uh, but I want to prove to you that now I understand how to play. <laughs> so uh, it's made... So, but, okay, but explain this to me. Though. Oh, it's, okay, I might not be able to. Go ahead. It's sit. It's it's start, mm-hmm. bench, cut. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. cut is the thing you hate. Exactly. That's the kill. Yeah. You, that's the kill. Right. Start is... Now, this is where CJ and I were kind of confused because what's the best thing? Is it fuck or marry? But I don't know why you're confused about that. It's marry because if it's the thing – like let's say – I don't know. It's um, types of food or something and it's like pizza, tacos, uh, pizza, tacos, pad thai. Right. So if you think pizza is the best – you don't want to fuck pizza. You want to marry pizza. So you're always with pizza. So you always have pizza. Okay. Yeah. So so the fuck part is... I don't think you that. know how it works. I don't. I'm not asking. <laughs> I actually don't know how it works. And then let's say tacos were your second favorite. You're like, okay, I'll fuck that. Or sometimes okay. it's like, you know, tacos or like tacos always make me feel a little sick. They're too heavy. So I'll just fuck them like for a dirty night. Right. You know, and face right. the consequences later. Right. Okay. Okay. And then you're like, uh, you know, I like pad thai, but not as much as the other two things, so I'm killing that. Right. Or right. cutting that. Okay. okay. I get it. Okay. Anyways. Well, Is I it coming back? It's coming well, back, I uh, Sure. I'm sure it'll come back. But I wanted to prove to you that I know how to do it. And I also wanted to mention it's a big Canadian holiday coming up. Mm. Victoria Day, otherwise yeah. known as May 2-4, or at least yeah. in Ontario known as May 2-4. Uh, it's kind of like the first sign of spring, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so I thought I'd ask you this. Canadian comedians start bench cut. Okay. Leslie Nielsen, Mike Myers, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, wow. Okay, uh, I'm starting Mike Myers. You're st- so you're okay. So that's your favorite. Just to be it's clear, my you're marrying yeah, him. It's, you're uh, so I ha- so I married an axe murderer. 
That's right. Exactly right. Okay. I mean, I could watch Austin Powers. I've I've watched it twenty five times with my kids, and I could easily watch it. Yeah. You know, all three of them, absolute gold. Wait, is he three holds up still? Three's three's better than I thought it was. Really? Uh, I revisited with the kids, and it's just like, God damn, this is this is funny. It's yeah, okay, so you're, funny. you're getting Axe Murderer, you're getting Wayne's World. I'm getting you're Wayne's getting World. You know, the love guru is unfortunate. But. <laughs> you don't have to watch. The love. Well, you are you are married to Mike Myers now, so you do have to tell him that you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, well, you're supportive, Spess. I'm very supportive. And there's the entire SNL catalog. So, mm-hmm. uh, Leslie Nielsen, um, I'm, I'm benching. No. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <Okay>, sorry. <laughs> Uh, I recently watched um, a YouTube video of him just all the times he's farted mm-hmm. on – have you seen this? Oh, yeah. A- and it's a machine that he, he yeah. always carried around. I yeah. mean this guy was a goddamn uh, legend and a genius and uh, the naked gun is – Holds up. Holds, holds up. 100% saw it recently. And, you know, unrelated but kind of like one of those Zucker Brothers style movies um, – uh, Hot Shots I rewatched recently. Oh, okay, yeah. Also yeah. held up. Okay, I'll have Had to re- revisit that one. Yeah, this is great stuff. Okay, so um, that means you're. So that means I'm uh, cutting uh, Dan Aykroyd. You know, I love Dan Aykroyd. I think he's also he's comedy royalty. Obviously, Blues Brothers, I could live without. Mm-hmm. You know, Ghostbusters uh, is one of the greatest movie one of the greatest comedies ever made but i don't know if i look, go go back and i watch those old snls with him on it i always think he's funny but but if with the other two he's got to go i have the exact same answer with you with oh. one caveat that I don't, I don't even need to say this but i'm going to i don't get dan Aykroyd. hmm okay I, I, like i'm same with you blues brothers never loved it Right. Uh, I mean, some of the music stuff was cool, and like the soundtrack was cool. But as a movie, I never loved it. I've watched him put the bass in the blender. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. You know, like that sort of deadpan, newsy voice, straight laced but insane. I, I don't know. I, I've just never gotten it. Yeah, I'm trying. So he's an easy cut for me. He's yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's easy cut, but with, with those two, he is. Well, best he's, thing about him is. Of course. Say it with me. One, two, three. Crystal Skull Vodka. Vodka. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. He makes Crystal Skull Vodka. Does he? I'm pretty sure. Hold on. I don't want this to be another thing that I... Well, I've never never had Crystal Skull Vodka. You've seen it, though, right? It's literally in a Crystal Skull. No, I've never seen it, actually. It's all news to me. Okay, okay. Crystal Head Vodka. Dan Aykroyd. Correct. Okay. Okay. Cool. I mean, apparently he's one of the nicest guys in the world. I loved his cameo in uh, Tommy Boy, where he was playing that the the bass bassomatic guy, sort of, right? He was the break the brake pad king of uh, yeah, Scranton yeah, yeah. or whatever the Sandusky hell it was. Or, Sandu- or that's were, it, Sandusky yeah, yeah, Auto Parts. Yeah, yeah. uh, but I, I like that character that he does, and I think he pulls it off. And I, his character in Ghostbusters is great, but he's basically the straight man in Ghostbusters. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, right. He's the straight man in Great Outdoors, I think, with John Candy. Is that is that Dan Aykroyd and John Candy? 
I think so, yeah. Yeah. Where he's holding the fishing rod and the, yeah, the yeah, cover yeah. of the thing. Yeah. Uh, funny you should mention Tommy Boy. I was out with some friends last night, and um, a married couple, and they were saying, like, he was saying, like, oh, like, she's never seen Tommy Boy, and we were watching it last night, and she was loving it, and she she turned to me, and she was like, I don't understand, like, what bad happens in this movie? Like, I don't know, it's just so fun, everyone's having fun, like, what what bad could possibly happen? And then literally as she said that, Brian Dennehy just keels over and dies. <laughs> like, oh, that, his dad dies. Yeah, that's <laughs> what happens in that. Well, uh, it's still a great, it's a great movie. Oh, no? literally one of my favorite comedies. Same. Literally Same. one of my favorite comedies. Maybe every time I say housekeeping, we should get that little, the housekeeping <laughs> bit going. Housekeeping? Nah, that'd probably get annoying. Uh, all right. <laughs> we did this show just so I could prove to you that I know what start bench cut is. It's not sit, sit bench start. It's like fuck Mary kill, but it's not quite fuck Mary kill. Marrying is the best. Yes. Let's put it to bed. Alfred Hitchcock in a fest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what right. movie was Alfred Hitchcock wearing a fez? I can picture it. Or am I, am I uh, just... Is that very easy to picture? Yeah, it is easy to picture, but what what is it? Was he always wearing a fez? Oh, well... Yeah. He was in all his movies. Uh, in a fez. <laughs> I don't know. This is... it's. It, I have to dig deeper, JD. Okay, I'm seeing pictures of him in a fez, but... Oh, okay. Could be yes. could be an AI recreation. This does, yeah. I'm looking at the same image as like AI. It's very weird. Okay. All right. Well, that's about it for us, JD. Listen to next week's show coming out on Monday. Our guest, as we've already said, is Norm Souza. We talk body counts. Again, that's what kids are calling. How many sexual partners have you had? Exploding appliances and why JD stands his standing desk. Uh, email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com subscribe everywhere leave a review on Apple Podcasts and if we're not at five stars by next show we're quitting oh okay alright this was JD and Matt reaching out from the great beyond we'll see you next week 